Oh my god. How cool. I love that. So exciting. Wow. Hi, I'm Pip and this is Jumbled Loves a Chat. Amazing, love that it. Is stunning. That is like so flipping true. Come and get your coffee. <laughs> Cheers to that. Today's guest is a total bombshell in personality and product. Amy Clark's business, Confetti Rebels, makes empowering t-shirts for women. We fell in love with Amy when we saw her viral video clip of her dancing around her living room in her beige Nancy Gantz knickers. The more we learned about her, the harder we crushed and we just knew that we had to get her into the Jumble Gang. And so in 2019, we totally wet our pants when she said yes to doing a t-shirt collaboration with lyrics from our favourite songs. Amy is a workaholic, stands up for what she believes in and gives back a lot. So Amy, it's so good to be talking here with you. Here's cheers to Amy and your great business that you've created. What an intro. I know. How much do I have to pay you for that later? No, no. (laughs) We'll talk about it off air. (laughs) So, Amy, let's talk about that viral clip, Shake Mm. Your Tits, It's Friday. It gives me so much joy every Friday, and I love when you send me one on not a Friday. (laughs) Even my brother was like, who is that amazing chick you just put on her Instagram? I've showed my three girls. She's amazing. What what inspired you to do that? Um, I just, I mean, I've always loved to dance. I've never been a professional dancer, clearly, with my uh, unconventional moves. I, uh, my husband. You, you look like you could be professional. Oh, look, my husband describes it as the Elaine Benner's dance, you know, when she sort of dances like <laughs> with a weird leg. And then I've, I've got it, I've gone a bit smooth from that. But um, honestly, I just, one day, uh, the, Damien took the kids out about a year ago and I was just, I had just, wanted to just let loose. I was so fed up with everything and I just put on some music and I went crazy and I thought, you know what, I'll put it on a live and I'll see if, see how that goes. And it just, it was a Sunday morning and it just ticked over, ticked over, ticked over, ticked over. And then everyone messaged me and was like, this has given me life. It's so funny. And it's so like, I'm dancing with you. Can I, you know, can you do another one? And I'm like, Sure, but I love dancing and it, it releases, you know, um, those happy endorphins. What is it? Serotonin and dopamine and, you know, it makes people happy. And I, I, I don't want to be the only one that, you know, does it. I want everyone to get out and dance. And, you know, I just, I don't, I, it's always awkward when you see that person standing in the corner and they're not dancing. I'm like, no, come on, get up. I, I particularly love the ones where your kids are sitting in the background like just ignoring <laughs> you like it happens yeah. every day of the week it does I've happen every day of the week. It. just most of them aren't films so <laughs> <laughs> so empowerment is a big part of what you do why is that um i think it's uh from many years of putting myself down and um you know you probably wouldn't think from my instagram account or my posts that i have like a a bit of a self, like a, a complex about myself, but um, I think over years of, of um, 
you know, help from other people. I've been able to build up my confidence and empower myself. And then I thought, you know, I after talking to a lot of women on Instagram, you know, I get a lot of people DM me and they're like, you know, um, when you talked about this, you know, it made me think, you know, I... I could do this and when you talked about you know how the struggle of being a mum sometimes you know I I thought you know what this is I I can I can get through this as well and you know if I help one person then that's great you know in one day but with with empowering like it's it's obviously going to start with with yourself and if I can empower other women to sort of um, just grow more confident about their body and and what they do and I just feel like um and and being a mum as well once you become a mum you kind of lose that you know self of of what you are and you you kind of cater for everybody else and you know just getting back on that horse and going okay I'm gonna do this with my life now I'm gonna be a mum but I'm also gonna you know move forward and and take that step so that's what I wanted to sort of do through my account as well yeah and so what was the young Amy like? What were you like as a child? Um, pretty much the same, but about <laughs> a foot shorter. I've only grown a foot in, in 15 years or yeah. 20 years. You start shrinking soon. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. God, that's scary because everyone in my family are tall. So, um, no, I had a, you know, I was, I was, I had a really good, I had a good upbringing. I had a good life. I, I can't complain. I have no, you know, woe is me stories. I, I, you know, I was from suburbia and I have, I had amazing parents and I have a brother that's 10 years older than me that, you know, um, he's essentially like my dad now as well. And he sort of looks over me and yeah, I, I had a really, I can't complain. I had a really yeah, good life. Which, that's nice. And they that's set up, you want. yeah. And they, you know, my parents set up, you know, values and, and what they expected of me. And, um, you know, obviously a few things I'll take away from what they taught me to put towards my children. But, you know, essentially, yeah, I can't complain. They, they, they did, you know, shape me to be who, who I am today, I guess. And were they so, creative like um, you are? Mum, no. Mum was not creative, <laughs> although she was creative in her fashion, but yes. definitely my dad was, was the creative one. He was a hairdresser. So, um, really? Yeah, dad was a hairdresser, not a barber. He always said, I'm oh. not a barber. I'm a hairstylist. So, um, but he was the most bogan hairdresser you'd ever meet. Oh, yeah. I love it. What, and, was his, um, what was his niche? What uh, was his go-to hairstylist? We, uh, the purple perm. Oh, yeah, loved them, and uh, and and yeah, loved it. Loved a good haircut, like a, a men's haircut as well. He always, he'd always take a little bit too much off for them, yeah. but he always said it always grows back. So, um, <laughs> short back inside. Yeah, and he loved music. You know, he had mm. in the salon, he had the music playing and always dancing. You know, to music. So I'd say Dad was the creative one. I guess I'd take that from him, oh, I love <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> so. So you mentioned a little bit before about your health ups and downs and you've been through a lot personally. How has that worked to your advantage? Um, Well, I suppose from uh, like a younger age, I was, um, uh, and I I sometimes feel uncomfortable talking about it, but I have, I had um, 
I have ADD and it, back when I was diagnosed, there wasn't much information no, about it. No, it would have been like, it's only really just all coming yeah. out in recent mm. times. Yeah, I know. And it's, you know, and I don't know if that's a good thing, it's but a bad thing, but um, I suppose there were two, there was two methods to, to kind of the doctor would, you know, explain to fix me. He kept saying, you know, we're going to fix you. And it was either, you know, take medication or don't take medication. And my mum opted not to take the medication. I don't know if it was because it was a budget thing. And she's like, we don't have money for that. But um, essentially, I just uh, sort of, you know, continued on. And I, I did struggle at school with like a lot of, you know, um, concentration and focusing and things like that. But I think, as I said now, it's definitely worked to my advantage in regards to being creative and not stopping and constantly going. So I suppose it's a pro and a con, but... Um, you know, so that there's that facet, but um, also, I suppose with the business as well, I wanted to focus and help women that have had also like postnatal depression and anxiety um, because I was diagnosed with PND like a whole year after my first child was born. Oh. I didn't even think that that was anything until um, you know my husband came home one day and I was like rocking myself in the kitchen while my son was in the lounge room screaming and he's like, I can't fix you like this. Yeah. I need to, you need to get help. And it was only then that I, you know, I, like a, a, few, a year or so after that, that I, you know, really sort of started going you know getting like help and yeah it was and and you know yes I'm not I'm I don't have many health problems now I'm starting to get back on track but yeah it, uh, like if I can utilize what I've I've learned and and things that have helped me to help other women then yeah yeah, that's so cool that the the traits that you've got yeah have ended up with you know the workaholic sort yeah. of thing that makes and the creativity well, yeah, ADD is not done. a bad thing yeah, like no, you know totally. you can take that and you can work it in a different perspective and a different angle so like yeah. when people say to me oh I think my kids got ADD and stuff I'm like well what yeah yeah you can work you with can that. make it work well, yeah exactly yeah so. but then also the empowering aspect i think that's really interesting yeah and then i guess that brings us to confetti rebels so yeah. tell me about the conversation that you had with your friend katie yeah that gave you the idea for confetti rebels i love katie she was uh so she was my old business partner with my with my old business uh foxenberg greeting cards which was a really good successful little business fox and bird fox and bow fox and bow everyone asked me about oh sorry (laughs) and um yeah i know because i i I do sometimes talk a bit too fast but yeah she um so she went you know we had a very amicable business split and we're best friends you know i love her every day and um i kind of was really lost after i had pippa my second child three years ago and i'm like i don't know what to do i've got so many ideas like and we were just having a conversation and she's like why don't you take what you've done and or what you've been through and like put, you know, work with that through your Instagram? And I'm like, uh, no one wants to hear a blog. And she's like, no, 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 no. Why don't you take like your slogans? Cause she was always a slogan girl with me with the cards and I would design them up. And she's like, take that and, you know, use that, do, you know, make, why don't you make female empowerment apparel like hats and bags and get on that me too movement i'm like well i haven't really experienced the me too thing personally but i can probably you know talk about things that i've gone through like with postnatal and having polycystic and things like that and um yeah she really helped me um sort of form confetti rebels i have i can i have to thank her every day like 
you know, I give a free T-shirt. We all need a Katie. Yeah, we need a Katie. What, what did, where did the name come from, Confetti um, Rebels? I love that. I, I love colour and I'm a bit of a rebel because rebel isn't really that bad. You're not really breaking the law. You're just a little bit naughty and yeah, I'm always yeah. a little bit naughty, but I yeah. still like to stick with the rules. So. Yeah. So what happened from there after you spoke to Katie? How, what mm. happened next? How did it? Well, it happened pretty fast. Like I, like anything that I do, I then spend like, you know, two days ignoring everyone and sitting on my laptop and just working out, okay, well, I could do this, I could do that. I was going to do t-shirts. I had to find, I wanted to find a good screen printer that would, you know, print locally and ethically. Um, and I wanted to really keep everything within Australia. And then um, I obviously had to work out a brand and a launch and everything like that. I do come from a bit of a marketing background. I've, you know, worked with, um, you know, in marketing and, and things for a lot of other businesses. So I suppose that was a bit of an advantage. And I have a bit of a, I can do everything. Yes. Which yeah. can play in a good you know, it can be beneficial, but it can also be a disadvantage because you become so overwhelmed with everything. So, but yeah, eventually I, um, yeah, I worked out what I wanted to do and I kind of did a small business plan and then. And then, so you launched it. What did you do for your launch? So for my launch, I I put out a call to my local Northern Beaches page, a Northern Beaches um, women's page, and I asked for five amazing women, didn't care what they looked like as long as they had a great personality. Um, if they were interested in being in a photo shoot for my women empowerment apparel brand and that weekend I organized the photo shoot and I had five really amazing women come down of all shapes and sizes and and um, I just basically put a professional hat on and pretended to look like I knew what I was doing I had a really expensive camera that I borrowed from my brother did you take the photos yeah I did everything just white wall you know I know all photographers are going to be listening to me now and like it's not that easy it's not but um yeah and I put some tunes on in the background and I had no idea about fashion or photo shoots or anything but I winged it and um I rushed home at 4 p.m. and I edited about 40, 50 photos and put them online and launched Confetti Rebels. And I, I, you know, I'd been telling people on Instagram, my whole 1,000 followers, that something was going to happen in the next, you know, few weeks. And people were, those probably 100 of those were interested. Oh, amazing. <laughs> and then, yeah, the first night I launched it and I popped it on Facebook and I sold about five to 10 t-shirts in one night, which was brilliant for yes, like I couldn't believe that's it amazing yeah so paid for all those uh the, all the food and stuff that I catered for the women oh my for the gosh. first night and the first oh, run so of t-shirts so and then and then so from there so you've got your thousand people yep. on Instagram yeah what happened next I don't obviously the dancing <laughs> yeah yeah totally Look, honestly um it's all about you know connections and totally. talking to people and and being known like you know it's, you know, I don't engage with people unless I genuinely feel like I have a connection with them. So if I really like an account, I don't care if you've got a thousand followers or a hundred thousand, if you've got something that I like, I'll, you know, comment or, and I suppose it just comes from, you know, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, I, I guess I am a I, I I'm a bit of an attention seeker, so you know, <laughs> you're posting. No, you can't. Tell. I know. No, no my mum always said to me. She said, "Amy, you're an attention seeker, but don't let that 
you know, be a disadvantage. You need to use that as an advantage. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so look so at movie great. stars. Yeah. Look at singers. Like they're a, totally. that's what they are, and yeah. you're just that, but not as rich. So, so <laughs> I love that. Go, mum. Hey, so yeah. you mentioned before that you had a few business flops, yeah. fails. I can thank my husband. My um, my husband's a logical thinker, and he thinks on money and time and ideas. And he's like, so my first one was I was gonna. I thought, oh, you know, I could do a sustainable thing where I could, um, it's like a gift giving thing where you could get a bag and a brown paper bag that was lined and you could put some like, you know, soil discs and when they wet, you can grow a herb garden inside and you can give that to people. And my husband's like, mm, mm. and I had the branding all ready to go. And he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. And then the second one was like one, my, my therapist, um, I saw a therapist for a while and she suggested I did a, um, pom- making pom-poms oh, as yeah, a hobby. Yeah. I love pom-poms. Yeah, but it's so, co- like you just sit there and you just wind and it's so satisfying chopping off all the little bits. And I made, I think I made up to 500 or 600 pom-poms in a month and the house was covered in, it was like a ball pit. <laughs> and my husband's like, what the hell are you going to do with all of these? And I'm like, I don't know. And I made like headbands and necklaces and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this is going to be a great business idea. And again, he's like, mm, bit hard to scale, really hard to scale. And he's <laughs> like, you've got to make them all like, and I'm like, yeah, this is not good. So yeah, they were my, uh, I was the million dollar ideas that just went straight into the bin. So sorry to anyone out there that makes pom-pom headbands. You're I'm sure you do a great job yeah. and yeah. <laughs> you now have a pretty big cult following. What is it? I know what I love the most, but what is it that you think people love most about you? Oh, I don't know that I'm honest. And your brand. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I, I just say it how it is. Like, you know, there's different accounts on Instagram. There's ones where you follow because they've got the beautiful, whimsical photos. And, you know, you know it's yeah. not real. Yeah. But I like some, I do like to follow those ones too when I'm feeling in that uplifting mood. And then there's other accounts that are so raw and real. And I'm like, yeah, I feel in the mood for that. And, you know, you pick and choose at the time. And I guess I'm... I might be a bit in between of that. Obviously, some of my photos are set up when I'm drinking a champagne in the middle of the day with the the cat and stuff, obviously, things like that. But that's not real. What? I know. Okay, <laughs> shh, don't tell anyone, but it is. But like, I guess I just, uh, I, I utilize Instagram as a, a, a platform to just, um, I think that you just need to be yourself. And if you're not, then people are going to hate you or they're going to love you either way. So um, I just, I guess that's what people like. Um, there's don't don't get me wrong. There's people out there that do not like me, and oh, I get told well, we that. we don't like them. Yeah, I know. But it, you know, you just have to take cop it on the chin. When you put yourself out there, you just you're gonna get that. But yeah, the more I get more love than I get dis like you yeah. know dissed. So yeah. And, and what does your family think about? <laughs> The business about confetti rebels and um, you dancing online, but also do they understand what's going on? Well, not the family that's over the age of 60. They kind of don't get the internet in general and don't understand how you can make a business through it. But uh, look, my husband says that Instagram was made for me. Um, Not that I was made for Instagram, but (laughs) he's like, 
uh, surprisingly, he doesn't have an account. He doesn't really watch what I do every day, and but he knows that. Um, would you be embarrassed if he watched it every no, day? Oh, no, I would wouldn't. like him to watch yeah. it. That would mean that he cared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just busy at work, and he's like, I yeah, if it's something really important, he'd watch it. But um, my kids kind of, uh, and I don't mind them being in it. Obviously, um, child safety. They've they've always you know in the safest place I can do you know film them and things like that but um and my I don't know again uh what family I do have they kind of yeah they do support it and they you know I think it's a bit overwhelming for them they don't really then yeah. a lot of my family aren't big social media people so they you don't know, really know what you're doing they don't anyway. really know probably what I'm good. doing yeah, yeah it's probably a good idea but yeah um they're all supportive as long as I you know as long as I pay the mortgage, that's all <laughs> <laughs> And so do you think, you know, because you've got a young family with two kids, mm. do you think it's a work-life balance? No. Is it a juggle or a struggle? Or? No, it's no, no juggle. Complete struggle. Oh, complete struggle. Yeah, 100%. I've never been able to juggle it. When things go well, other things go bad. Like, yeah. you know, if you focus on your business, then, you know, your kids are yeah you, they're they're going okay or something's happening and then the other facet of life it's just down the drain and then when that goes really well like you, your relationship with your husband and the kids go really well then your business can sort of start to it's I, I've never I have not found that juggle and if I can find someone that has you know managed to juggle that on an even mm. tangent then I would like to give them a million dollars right now yeah but like I often think you kind of you kind of can have everything but you can't do it all exactly very well exactly yeah yeah I'm probably only working on 70% for everything and yeah. I'd love to Across work the board yeah. Exactly. I'd love to give Confetti Rebels 100%, but obviously if I could grow that, I can. Yeah. Um, you know, you bring in reinforcements, people yeah. and, you know, more staff and things like that. But with that comes time and money. So. Yeah. And how, how would you unwind and how do you de-stress? <sighs> Much to some people's disliking i do like a glass of wine in the oh, afternoon no judgment here. okay good gosh that's good. what we're having right now yeah chin chin um look i i'm uh i'm a bit a big advocate of just you know um if you want to have a chocolate to unwind or if you want to just chill out i um i like Love to it. a chocolate to unwind that's yeah. so funny i'm not a chocolate person but oh I'm my you god on the i love chocolate Cho yeah with well, chocolate wine whatever um how do i unwind um usually honestly a romantic night is on the couch with my husband both of us on our laptops so nice. um with some sort of netflix on but yeah that's uh i don't meditate i don't run I don't do any kind of well-being stuff like that. It's just that's not me. I can't. Stay true to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you have lots of friends, I gather, <sighs> that you seem like you have a really big support net network. I do have lots of friends. I, I would love to be able to give them more than I already do. Um, you know, it... it, it but, but that's yeah, on your balancing. That is on the balancing. Well. Yeah, that's another, you know, that's the, the quarter piece. You know, you've got business, husband, kids and friends and got everything else in between. But, um, yeah, they're amazing. All my friends support me. Like, they're just, uh, I wouldn't be able to do it without them. They share my posts. They buy my product. They, you know, give me a message when they can tell I'm not doing too well. And um, they, you know, they send me so much love. And I wouldn't be able to do what I did without them. So, yeah. 
yeah, having that um, a friend, you know, friends that can support you is is the biggest thing. So, yeah. So one of the main purposes of your business is to give back. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So obviously, I didn't want to just be a you know a slogan T-shirt company, um, even though there's some amazing brands out there that are currently doing that. But my main purpose was to focus on bringing out. Um, at least one t-shirt a month that could um, I could give back to the community say um, for for cancer I sadly lost both my parents to cancer so if I could give anything back um, I donate a percentage profit from the t-shirts to um, a designated charity in relation to that t-shirt so my hey cancer fuck you t-shirt um, I donate it's to the gold. Chris O'Brien Lifehouse no rain no flowers goes to um, percentage profit goes to beyond blue um, and uh, I just recently did one for um, Infant Loss um, Awareness Month it's as well. It's really beautiful, that one. Yeah, so I managed to raise quite a bit of money for that as well, which, you know, it's not a huge amount, but it's still something. And people then could also buy the T-shirt and have that sort of sentimental value and, and realise, okay, well, I bought this, but also I know that this went to a good cause. So um, that's kind of why I do what I do with the with my t-shirt so yeah Amy what does the future hold for confetti rebels oh well um, as per one of my t-shirts I'm hoping to build my empire like I'm hoping to go boom bigger more t-shirts um, I want to do more workshops for women um, whether it be my silly bedazzling sunglasses workshops uh, I want to do um, more things for the community and I want to give back more to charities if I can with my t-shirts and maybe moving into a different thing with possibly some funky wall decals this year. Oh, yep. fancy. And I've got coming up in um, for Women's uh, International Women's Day in March, I'm going down to Canberra and a whole bunch of women are hosting a get-together for me and I'm going to be doing workshops and people can chat biz and things like that. So... Yeah, it's going to be a big year. Watch out, world. Here comes Confetti Rebels. Yep. I hope they're ready for me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you ready for the jumbled mixed bag? Oh, God. So (laughs) what are your top tips for feeling good in Uh, your own skin? uh, I definitely think that um, boosting your own confidence first. And how do you do that? Everyone is different. Um, I just think you just got to stop thinking about what other people think about you. It's it's your biggest, it, it's the thing that can weigh people down so much. And giving that not give a shit or don't give a F attitude is just, it's it's key. And I only learned how to do that a couple of years ago. Isn't it funny that yep. it can... Um... That you get to please. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's probably um, one of the biggest things I could suggest and... Um, you know, God, I if if it's so weird, but for me, it's um, putting on like color. Although right now, because I'm not really wearing color, but just bu- like just buying or getting some sort of color in your life, getting some, you know, some bright colors that because colors actually make people happy. And I think yeah. wearing or wearing something that's going to make you confident and feel good about yourself. Don't like don't ever don't worry about what other people think. Fashion is just. It's, it's how you perceive it. And I, I always feel good when I wear something that I love, not what other people love. So, yeah, just, um, just owning yourself. Having just don't give a shit about what anyone thinks. Love it. That's love what. it. What has been your most popular T-shirt? 
Definitely. <laughs> I'm a I'm a fucking delight t-shirt. Really? Yeah, Yo, you can swear on this. Okay, podcast. cool. Just checking. Um, yeah, my fucking delight t-shirt. I don't know. I think a lot of people resonate with it. Um I personally don't use the slogan myself, although because I don't think many people think I am a fucking delight. But yeah, uh, I made it into jumpers and T-shirts and coffee cups and mugs. And it, they see, it seems to sell so well. Honestly, I don't know what it is. Uh, and I hate to tell it, uh, my Drunk Mums Club T-shirt as well. Oh, that is yep. gold. Do people Yeah, I did it in a cool, reg, like a green raglan. Yeah, I've seen And that. Um, cool. unfortunately, that colour's discontinued. But I used to wear it to school. <gasps> my best my best customers are school mums. Oh, do they yep. wear it to pick up? Oh, I wear it to pick up. Oh, I love it. And the fucking delight one too. Oh my God, yep. I love it. We're in a non-PC <laughs> school, so they're just like, where's your shirt from? I'm like... Ching, here. Yeah, yeah. Here's my website. Yeah. So those two are probably my best sellers, surprisingly. So yeah. not surprising. No, not surprising. <laughs> yeah. And what would you tell your younger self? Oh God, like literally, again, stop trying to please everybody because at the end of the day, you're never going to please everyone. And I, um, I just, I know this sounds really staggy, but I just watched the Taylor Swift Miss America and her, her hang up is that she always tries to please everyone. And that's, you know, um, I was like, oh my God, that was me. Like I would stop talking. I would not say what I felt. I didn't tell people not what I thought about them, because that's, you know, that's a different ball game altogether. But, you know, just not sticking up for myself. And I'm like, why didn't I do that earlier? I probably would have grown so much and gained so much confidence about myself earlier if I just had done that earlier. So, yeah, definitely just stop worrying about what other people think and just do what you want. Yeah. But by the rules, obviously. <laughs> Don't. Well, illegal. <laughs> thank you so much for coming in to talk to us today because you are a mm. fucking delight. <laughs> it's been it brilliant. Is. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Pip. I really appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much for listening and sharing a glass of bubbles with us. Please subscribe if you want to hear more and share it with all your kick-ass businesswomen friends. So until next time, stay fabulous.